This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Yeah, we know someone who went on, we actually interviewed someone who went on her first date and on the date he took her to a place to get tested. But she thought it was crazy. It was crazy. That is crazy. Okay. I, I, mm, I think it's hot. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Potter. And I'm Karen Lee Potter. My mother is a sex expert, cougar, and the world's oldest living millennial. And my son is a Buddhist clown. Together we chat about sex. Why do we do it, mother? To open up the barriers of what people can talk about. That is absolutely correct. We're hoping to reduce shame and maybe make you laugh while we do it. That's right. It's a little entertainment and education. And uh, today we have quite an educating and entertaining episode with Dr. Lindsay Doe of Sexplanations. But before that, I'd like to talk about our sponsor today. Our sponsor that I'm absolutely in love with. I know. You are in love. Clona Willie. Clona Willie is a, uh, it's a little arts and craft kit. It's a do-it-yourself genital molding kit. Okay, what would someone want more than anything for this holiday season as a gift? Well, if you like your own genitals, why don't you give it to someone else? Why do you keep calling it genitals? It's a, basically a clone of a, your penis. Or v- vulva. Right. Because they have a clone of pussy kit too. Right. And, and they I come have in done all, it. You, we both have done it separately. And they've come in all these wonderful cl- colors. We have a glow in the dark over here, a hot pink. And this is the perfect holiday gift for the season. It is so much fun. It'll spice up your love life. And if you're far away from your partner, it's a good thing to send in the mail. So and this this is the best part. They're offering a tremendous deal to our listeners. This holiday season, go to clonawilly.com and enter promo code MOM for 20% off your entire order. That's a good deal. Order up. Stack up for the season. Clonawilly.com. Enter promo code MOM. All right. So now this, this episode is with Dr. Lindsay Doe. And for those who don't know who that is, she's probably the premier sex educator on YouTube right now. She has over like... 500,000 subscribers. She's absolutely adorable, by the way. We met her in person at the... You th- you Patriot immediately Con. started the interview by by thro- throwing me right at, under the bus saying that I thought she was hot. Well, she, you know, I didn't expect her. I never really thought about what she was going to look like. And when I see her in person, she looks like a, a little doe. She looks like a doe. Her name is Dr. Lindsay Doe, and she looks like a little, <laughs> like a little deer. I like the little deer. And she's quite educational. Are so, you like sexually turned on by her? Is that what you're trying to say? I uh, I would like to date her. <laughs> All right. But no, here, here's, so Dr. Lindsay Doe is, she used to be a university professor of sex, sex basically. Right. At, at the, the University, university of Montana. Montana. I think she will go into that a little in the interview about how she basically was asked to leave because unfortunately, you know, university that, I think that was just shared with you on the, on the side. Oh, well, yeah. okay. That was on the side. I got the scoop about what went on there, but it was basically that, you know, unfortunately, universities don't want to teach sex education. 
And so she's teaching and she teaches us. So in this episode, we debunk a bunch of myths related to sex, like why it's not necessarily safe to have sex with just virgins. Yeah, people people have like these warped ideas and, and she debunks a lot of these myths. Like, what do you do if you can't get hard with a condom? And she, and she she tells you what to do. Right. It's tremendous. She's an expert in STDs. So, of course, I plague her with questions barraged her and i got i got down to the nitty-gritty with her yes you did no stone left unturned on that subject and then i i ended with one of my favorite questions now which is how do you choose who to have sex with i think you stumped her on that question by the way so you guys are in for a treat with all this and before we move on to that i wanted to let you guys know there's also a treat available at sextalkwithmymom.com we have a survey that takes five minutes if you take it, it really helps us figure out who are, who is listening. And by doing that, we can then find an advertisers that best fit our listenership. So you really, really help us out by going to sextalkwithmymom.com. But we help you out too because you'll get 300. If you win, we're going to pick one lucky winner. And if you are the one, you will get $300 worth of toys and products from Babeland. Babeland.com is, is sponsoring this little survey and... We have some awesome WeVibe products coming to you, to one lucky winner. But it literally takes five minutes and it, it'll help us then gear all our sponsors to what the listener wants to hear. Correct. And uh, last but not least, if you like this episode, subscribe. <laughs> subscribe is key because yeah. then you don't miss anything. Yeah. See, unfortunately, if people don't subscribe, they don't know when we have new uh, episodes out. And we do have them out Mondays and Thursdays, but sometimes we air them all over the place. So subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. subscribe. And uh, let us know your thoughts at our hotline, Yes Text Mom. You can text or leave us a voicemail there. On that note, let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the Lindsay Does. Oh, I couldn't think of something right with Lindy Do Dees. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. It was horrible again. Sorry. I'm on a roll. Dr. Lindsay Doe, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have you. And I'm so excited to have you. We are re- reporting live from Patreon. This wow. is so cool. We're very official. And I was thrilled to run into you because we follow you on Patreon. We're, we basically stalk you. And <laughs> we, you are an inspiration for us. So I'm excited to ask you some questions. Thank you. Please do. Yes, ask me all the questions. Stay okay, curious. Okay, so you seem, <laughs> you seem, um, for a sex educator. Okay, here's what I'll say. In general, hat. sex educator. That was what you wanted to say. Uh, you, uh, for most sex educators, they're like very out there people, like usually kinky and like wild. But you seem like pretty innocent and like, <laughs> yes. like, uh, you know, not as totally outlandish is is some of the people that are in this space so what got you involved in sex education are you trying to say i'm vanilla yes (laughs) (laughs) in a way you seem from the from the outside i mean your hair is not dyed red yeah you're like it's been purple you're like becky (laughs) thatcher and tom sawyer so innocent i i do think i'm vanilla despite my best efforts i'm heteroflexible despite my best efforts and monogamous despite my i would love to be uh, like kinky and uh, uh, Polly and Pan and all of those things. Um, but I'm not. I'm <laughs> Dorothy. I, 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 I get it. I'm the same way. I have this. I have this discussion all, all the time with you. Don't, don't I, Kim? You I'm, do. Oh, I want to be like. You know, I want to do the whole threesomes and all that kind of stuff. And then I'm like, why? I'm really not wanting to do that. So yeah. have you explored that? 
part of yourself or are you kind of just oh like- totally um but it's always done in more of an experiential learning fashion yes. and never in on i am attracted to this and want it and get off on it uh, for example my um training of bdsm involved kinesthetic learning and so Clea Dubois who I would call the grandmother of BDSM um, actually pierced my chest and did uh, wow yeah SNM play that way and it was very powerful and I understood how people could get off mm-hmm. from that but it didn't do anything for me except uh, fulfill a lot of intellectual pleasure of like wow I'm learning I'm, I'm experiencing this I get it I understand a little bit more about sensations and power play but it's not uh stirring my loins right exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah so then why sex why is this so important for you uh there's a book called dr tatiana's i think it's sex advice to all creation written by someone named olivia judson and in her preface she says uh it's a, a line that something in it, sex is, is there's nothing else in life that is more um important and troublesome and i really believe that that, mm. that it is it's something that's challenging that people don't know where I can help them. And I was never raised to believe that it should be treated like any other or different than any other subject. So mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Why not sex? Exactly. Well, that's a good <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we, we found your way here. Oh yes, my God, but it's not like we? the most welcoming space I'd say like, in terms of like creating a business around it or like having a career in it right as much as they say sex so you, sells it's it really is very difficult yeah not you, to sell it but to be able to um not income not get to roadblocks when it comes to presenting it right right no i agree that there are definitely challenges maybe that's what i get off on <laughs> i love the problem solving of it oh tell us what you do like everything that you do like on an average day for example Mm. Um, it is very self-care focused so a lot of eating and exercising and being in the sun Um, in terms of my work I change that uh, so that nothing is ever routine but I do YouTube channel um, episodes so they're about 300 something on youtube.com slash sexplanations and then i also uh have a podcast which is a side project and that's by the same name sexplanations um and now i'm gonna go on tour so that's really really exciting what do you do are you like doing like a sex ed campaign when you're on tour what what's the what's the entail the idea is um that we'll go to public libraries and parking lots and parks and just set up this little makeshift stage and then teach whoever shows up about sex. And there's no admission, no tickets, no pre-sale, nothing. We just want to give sex ed to people for free where they are. That's and so, bold. Th- yeah. Yes. Thank you. it's awesome yeah so we are asking people to support us people who can to um help cover the cost of the rv and the gas and the food and whatnot so that you know all the the volunteering that we're doing um is our kind of input of money but then we're not also having to cover our expenses you were you were telling me about the tour earlier and how like there's some cities that are way more welcoming and it will be easier for you to travel to and others that are not as welcoming yes what could you give us <laughs> some examples of each and why that would be the case well for example los angeles where we are the two of you are so lovely and the mm. sex positive and friendly and oh, i feel like you. coming to a place 
coming to this place is very easy, right? Because mm-hmm. the community is already um, welcoming. Uh, but I imagine that there are communities like Montana, where I'm from, where they would not be a huge fan of me showing up and talking about anything but abstinence. So oh, wow. um, we're really focused on being invited into communities mm-hmm. and uh, trying to reach communities that need us. Totally. How about you personally? So um, when you are, when, I don't know if you're single or what your, your situation is, but it, do people automatically like gravitate towards you because you're a sex educator or are they turned off by that or are they intimidated by it? I don't know. They don't tell me. <laughs> like, oh, I'm your friend because you're sex positive. I uh, I think like attracts like, um, and also opposites attract. I don't know. I just try to be authentic, so I attract authenticity. Yeah, I think that comes through in your YouTube videos for sure. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I did have. So I brought up a list of questions. I thought we might be able to play a game where these <laughs> these are like. These might be myths about sex that I wanted to see if you can debunk. Ooh, fun. Do you want to do this? Wow, yes. Okay. (laughs) And I'm nervous. So this statement is, of course I'm safe. I've only ever slept with virgins. Oh, no. It's bad. It's it's a myth? Yes. (laughs) Why? You'd think that they don't have any diseases, though. I had a guy that did that. Say this again. So say this person says, of course I'm safe. I've only ever slept with virgins. Um... So there's been a transition in language from safe sex to safer sex. So as sex educators, we say safer sex because we believe that there is no sex that is 100% safe. Um, So with that, just having sex with someone, you are not uh, safe. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see, what else can I say about it? So is a virgin ever at risk of like just having an STD to start with? Yes. Because I could have gotten it through like fingers or mouth or what, whatever. Yes. I mean, and I try to steer people away from the language of virginity because it's mm. it's not helpful and it's not real. Like, you're not losing anything. If you look down there, <laughs> it's all still there. It's yeah, still, totally. Except the hymen. Sometimes that could be missing. Well, it's not It's not missing. It's just been um, torn or stretched. Um, right. So anyway. Yeah, yeah. gymnasts or however, like a lot of people. Or you put can, a Tampax in, but yeah. whatever. Right. What's your next question? Okay, next myth. Uh, Well, so, but hang on. Um, For example, herpes can be transmitted from a a mother to son, right? Like, you have this relationship. I'm not talking about genital herpes, but uh, oral, Mm -hmm. right? You just kissing on the mouth or in... I tend to not kiss them on the mouth, but... Well, as as a child, right? Most people get oral herpes before age eight. And that's from... You might, like, have taken a pacifier, cleaned it with your mouth, and then given it to Uh your kiddo. And then that kiddo has oral herpes. Yeah. And then if you were to go down on a partner without using protection Mm -hmm. or go down on that, like, ooh, they're a virgin, therefore I'm going to go down on them, or I am a virgin, and, you Mm -hmm. know, I'm not going to give them anything. And you can transmit oral herpes to the genitals because it's a virus right. and it mutates now it's type in order two. to stay alive. Totally. Let me well, it's, it's not that it changes to type 2. Oh. It's that uh, type 1 and type 2 can now set up shop in different places because they've mutated in order yeah. to survive. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I've also heard, though, that you can't get it. You can't get, like, type 2 on your genitals and also on your mouth. It's yes. either one area or the other. That you can't. That you can or can't? Yes, that you can only get it in one area or the other. You can't get them bo- in both areas at the same time, like in the course oh, of your yes, life. Oh, yes, right. So you could get type 
HSV-1 in uh, orally, you can get it genitally and you can get it anally, but you probably can't get it in all three spots because if you have it in one area, your immune system will build up so that it doesn't transmit to other parts of your body. Yes. I've tried to explain this to you many I times. I still don't get it, but let's move on to okay. the second. Wait, wait. I, I did want to say something. So it seems like, especially since you're teaching on college campuses, mm-hmm. like there's so much more casual sex now than there was, it seems, in the past because of apps and just and more sex positive culture. Is, is that your perception as well, or am I just well, making this assumption Well, it seems here? like you... Uh, you and I are from a similar cohort. Mm-hmm. And so maybe our experience is, oh, we didn't know people were having casual sex when we were young. And now we are at the age where people are having ca- casual sex. So it seems more. Okay. But maybe you. Oh, my. Yes. Uh, I had tons of casual yeah, sex. Yeah, I was going to say, I actually <laughs> think that this I is not the, a new phenomenon. I was in the golden days before they had something called AIDS. Yeah. Or at least we knew about it. And we'd like to take a quick commercial break to thank our sponsor, care of i'm hooked just so you know care of is a personalized vitamin service you take an online quiz they send you these personal packs directly to your door of awesome vitamins this is like a godsend to me because i was already taking like a dozen pills of which i knew pretty much nothing about i was just guzzling (laughs) pills i put them in my my pocket they're flying everywhere They're, they're all over the bottom of my purse but these are little packages that are directly customized to you i never took vitamins before this and the reason was because I didn't know what the hell to take. I didn't know what my body needed. So you took the quiz. You found out you have a lot of issues. It's a five. It's a five minute quiz. I learned a lot about my my body and what it needs. Like I didn't know I needed rhodiola. Okay. Well, Did you know that that is going to improve my stamina? So glad to hear that. The honesty of Care of is tremendous. They tell you all the scientific back research about these products, which for an anxious mess like myself is very important. And it is. So if you want 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, visit TakeCareOf.com and enter promo code MOM. TakeCareOf.com, enter promo code MOM. Clona Willie. We're so excited they were sponsoring this episode because they're literally one of the best gifts you can give someone this holiday season. It, it's so easy to talk about Clona Willie. They're a craft kit that you, what you do is a do-it-yourself, make a replica of your either your dick or your pussy. Okay, so for it's called clone a willy. We've been saying it very fast. I want to make sure people understand. You literally are making a clone of your, of your penis or pussy. Now, what do you do with this clone of pussy or willy? Well, you, someone can put it inside themselves. Yes. Someone can make out with it. Yes. You can do all sorts of things. You, you can, can put it as a paperweight. You can make it, as my boyfriend puts it as a shrine. He looks at my clone of pussy every day and, and does a little shrine dance to it. But it really is a <laughs> sexy experience. What a shrine dance? <laughs> oh, no, I made that part up. It really is a sexy experience to make it, and it, it's an awesome gift if you're still thinking about what to give your partner this holiday season. So it's, go to cloneawilly.com. And you and, get 20% off if you enter code MOM. Cloneawilly.com. Enter promo code MOM. That'll be in the show description of this episode. So this is my question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it's kind of become a little too easy or we don't consider the safety around sex as much as we should be considering it? Like the likelihood of transmitting STDs. Basically, what I'm asking is... He's an anxious mess. Th- it, no, no. There's, like a lot of my friends have casual sex all the time, at, like using Tinder or Bumble or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they seem to have z- almost zero concern with getting STDs it, relative to my concern. So, how, do I want your friends to have more concern? 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. Um. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and am I crazy for being so concerned? No. Oh, all right. No. You, you um, made him feel a lot better, I think. The the so I want to make a disclaimer that I am not a medical doctor, and mm-hmm. I am also not um, with my finger on the pulse of virology or any of the the, the mm-hmm. microscopic um, investigations of what is going on currently. But when I was doing HIV prevention work full time, the statistic that we had is that people on average don't know until year seven that they are HIV positive. So they oh, go wow. seven years having the virus in their system, being able to transmit what? the virus to other people before they find out. Oh, no. e- even if they're getting like regular STD tests or well, they're just not? They weren't. They weren't getting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. They weren't but getting. He's wow. been tested like two times in the last like six weeks or something. Okay. You're I'm supposed just to get tested every six months, regardless of whether or not you're sexually active or injecting drugs. Thank you. Or yes. Like that. Even people that, like myself who thinks they're in a monogamous relationship. Yes, that okay. is what the Centers for Disease wow. Control and Prevention mm-hmm. says right, every okay. six months. Going to get tested. Yeah. Because I would say that one of the my language is tricky here, but. Um, one of the risk factors is monogamy because you have this mindset that you are safe or that you trust this person and therefore they wouldn't put you in danger. But um, oftentimes people don't get tested to find out what their virus situation is. They just default to I'm negative or I would know. Mm -hmm. And so they end up partnering in these monogamous relationships with someone who is infected or it's unilaterally monogamous, meaning one person is monogamous and the other person is not. Yeah. Uh, Although it was me dating right now. I'm not dating. I mean, I'm in a monogamous relationship. Before anything ever happened, I made sure he got tested and I got tested. So that was just a no brainer for me. So then that's awesome. Very. Thank you. We just set an example for everyone, Aww. including your son. Good job, Mom. Yeah. Would you insist that any of your sexual partners get tested before you have sex with them? Yes. Wait. Oh, interesting. Wait, why, why wouldn't she? Wait, most people don't. No, Are you kidding? But you start what dating you someone? Her <laughs> I know, but like, I wanted to see if that's like a normal thing. Or I mean, no, we know someone who went on. We actually interviewed someone who went on her first date, and on the date, he took her to a place to get tested. Sexy. But she thought it was that's, crazy. It was crazy. That is crazy. Okay, I, I, mm, I think it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be turned See? on if you know the other person is safe. Oh and that Are you I, kidding me? I completely agree. That's hot? FYI. That's like Are you when kid- somebody goes to wash their hands and brush their teeth. I'm like, oh, it is so on. <laughs> that is hilarious. And, yeah, it means what? they care about my experience oh. and they don't want to do harm. And they want like, oh, my gosh. That, oh. So you don't think of yourself as a crazy person. You think everyone else is crazy for not having this. Uh, well, the- I... Crazy is a word that I don't often use, but um, you don't question your own no. cautious inclinations. Yeah, why should I she? Am an she's, I, she's an expert. <laughs> she I, she yeah, teaches I'm, she's on college campuses. She's going to teach no love, no love, right? I guess I yes, I don't have that experience to say, but I often que- I, I'm asking this question out of my own because he's got a lot of crazy like, friends. Is, there's a lot of doubt when you see all of your friends behaving in a different way, and then you see, I seem like a, a neurotic, being like. No, what are you doing? Of course, before we have sex, you're going to have to get tested because otherwise... Because you care about he, your he body also gives your them genitals. A, he gives them like a 100-question No, I don't test. give them a 100-question test. <laughs> I'm just but kidding. I do... I, I think that conversation is very important to have before at least I have sex because otherwise I get in my head about 
Well, yeah, yeah. where is this going to yeah. be? It goes, um, do you want to go on a second date? Yeah. Um, uh, I would like to have sex with you at some point. Do you think you could go get tested so we know the results in two weeks and I know I can have sex with you in two weeks? That's so intense. I said that too. I did. This is such an intense statement. If you're going to have sex, you need to be tested, especially without a condom. On the second date, if if someone said to you on the second date, I would really like to have sex with you, and I need some you to be tested first. Well, from what I know now as a sex expert, sex educator, whatever I am, yes, I would think that that's a very important statement because it, even if you wear a condom, you could still get all these other diseases. I guess something that would prevent me from having that conversation is the uncertainty that it w- would want to be seeing this person in two weeks. And this is kind of yes. like me committing to, to yeah, spend well, two weeks. Well, first you got to find someone them. who you want to have, be in a relationship with. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, I, I'm even talking about so. Um, the one night stand culture, mm-hmm. hookup culture, um, condoms are really helpful. Dental dams are helpful. Gloves are helpful. And also expanding your definition of what sex is. So you don't have to have high risk behaviors on that first time of hooking up. You can test whether or not you're sexually compatible with somebody before you, um, wait for test results or commit to like a two week out time period. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to, uh, Condomless? Yeah, no, but like enter a sexual relationship with someone. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to wait until your test results come back. And it's going to be way hotter yeah. sex because one, if you can follow through with that commitment, then I know that like you care about how good it's going to be for me. Mm-hmm. And two, if it comes back, whatever the results are, yeah. I have more information to protect myself and, and the other person so that it's Okay. Do I completely agree with what you. What would you do though if mm-hmm. you came back that this, you're you're interested in this person? Like, say Cam was interested in a person, and came back that the person had herpes, mm-hmm. um, the, uh, the type two. Mm-hmm. Would you suggest that he continue the relationship with that person, and have sex with that person, even though the person has type two? Absolutely. Okay. Well, not I'm I'm not saying absolutely. Like I make the decision for whether or not you do that. But I, in just putting it in, onto myself, I would say. Oh, okay. Well, let's watch these explanations videos about herpes so we understand. How cool of you to tell me. That's really awesome. You didn't have to do that. Most people have um, herpes and treat it like uh, a cold and they just go without informing the other person. That's mm-hmm. very awesome. The reason why genital herpes are treated differently than oral we just call cold sores and move on through our life is because they're below the, the belt. They're taboo. It's not because you're dirty or wrong or you did anything promiscuous or shameful or like not that promiscuity is shameful, but um, yeah, like, Oh, okay. P- tons of people have herpes. I'm really glad, you know, now we'll know to watch for it and try and reduce our risk. Mm-hmm. Well, that if he went for it and the person had the type two, and even if the person wasn't having an outbreak, then he most likely could get it, right? Yes. And then because it sheds. And yeah. Right. So then it's something that he so had to really make w- sure he wanted to This is re- This is harkening back to another episode that we did where mm-hmm. we were talking about if you were to be in the situation where you find out that this person, say, does have an STD mm-hmm. uh, that you might get and you choose in that situation not to hook up with them, then if, in, in that, if that's the hypothetical, should you... In, in reality, they don't have STDs. Should you still be hooking up with them? This is a very hard, this is a mumbled mumbled question, but did you understand where I was going? I did not. Okay. Okay. Do it again. Cut it correctly. Okay. <laughs> Say I meet Sally. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm on the fence about whether I want to hook up with Sally. I think she's attractive, but maybe I don't feel the emotional connection there. Okay. 
But if I found out that Sally, say, had herpes, and mm. I was be like, I don't want to risk getting herpes. I'm not going to choose to sleep with Sally. Like, that's the deal breaker. Okay. Should I be sleeping with Sally in the first place? Knowing that I was on the, you know, if she did have her, is it worth the risk? Well, those are two very different questions. If you're on the fence about whether or not to sleep with someone, you you choose that which side of the fence you fall off on, or or what I would say is you don't make the decision until you have more information. Mm. Um, as uh. for like whether or not you have sex with somebody if they have an STD, that is also coming back to a very narrow definition of sex because there are lots of mm. ways to be sexually active with someone that don't involve putting yourself at risk for whatever virus or bacteria is in their body. Totally. That's a good like herpes, you, you would not get on your fingers, so you could easily have finger... Oh, yeah. Like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Multiple fingers, fists. Mm. Oh, All sorts <laughs> of stuff. That's oh. hilarious. I wanted to ask you something. A lot of my friends say they don't use condoms, uh, because they they don't like the feeling or they get they get soft if they put a condom on. Mm -hmm. What do we do in this situation? We encourage them to masturbate with them. Oh, oh good call. Interesting. And um, put lube in the tip when they're being put on or to do what's called cheeking where the condom is put on with the mouth. Um, not using condoms and doing other sexual behaviors. Um, finding different condoms and trying those out. So one thing I recommend is going to um, a clinic and asking for a trial package of condoms and mm. getting as many different brands as you can find and then trying them out and playing with them and playing with partners and just desensitizing your body to that. Mm. Good call. Yeah. We're gonna, yeah. We're going to share that information. Along with, those, along with that question, though, what if the person, because a couple of guys have called in and said that they had this problem where they're, they – like psychologically can't just they can't get hard um when they're with a girl because of just repeated poor performance yeah what does that person do um i would recommend asect a-a-s-e-c-t uh which is the american association of sex educators counselors and therapists and find a clinical sexologist in your area hmm. and then unpack that with a professional thank you how do you choose who to have sex with? How do I choose? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Mm. What a question, Cam. I, I love it. I, I uh, wouldn't know how to answer that. Really? No. Have you not ever talked about this? No. Mother-son? I feel like we've talked a, a, maybe not that on, direct I, I, question. I, I, I mean, because I've been in a long-term relationship for 10 and a half years, so if I was single, Yeah, I but know. this comes up a lot for me about who I'm choosing to have sex with. And okay. Ooh, well, okay. What, what Future episode. Yeah. yeah. I hope son asks mom. How do you choose who to have sex with? I, I think I choose based on uh, emotional safety, and and oh, so wow. the emotional safety comes first, and Cam then Cam is in love with you now. No, oh. This is it. This is exactly it. But I, I, yeah, not in. I don't identify as demisexual. So a demisexual person is somebody who maybe doesn't experience sexual attraction until there is a deep emotional connection made. Mm -hmm. I would say it's more like that can happen very quickly um, for me. I, I can be sexually attracted to somebody, but in order to have willingness to participate in a behavior, I mm -hmm. want to know that they're not using me, um, 
that they care about my body, that pleasure is important, that they can communicate and negotiate. Mm-hmm. Communication I'm is I'm completely there with you. And it's almost surprising to me that some people don't view it because it's such an intimate experience. That I'm like, how do you not have this? But and also I mean, you, I, you obviously don't feel that same Well, need. no, I always have felt much more comfortable having an orgasm with someone who I've known for more than that. An hour, you know, oh, it just yeah. always takes, you know, you, you, I'm much more comfortable with someone and I communicate better. And, and, and obviously sex is going to be way better with someone who cares about me and I care about them. And they are able to communicate back and forth what, you know, what our needs are. But that being said, um, you know, sex can be good if, if you just meet the person and you have a good yeah. time with the person. I mean, there's fuck buddies. There's all kinds of relationships. Totally. I think you can do it in all sorts of ways. I'm just saying personally for me. I enjoy having a sense that this person wants to enjoy it too. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, when you say using me, what does that mean? If somebody was like, oh, I want to get in Dr. Doe, I'm like, no, you're not going to. (laughs) (laughs) Does that happen to you? Like people are like, oh, I can get this doctor. She's she's sexy. She's Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in YouTube comments, oh, people yeah. will say oh my God. all sorts of things. You know, do you get that on YouTube too? That I'm not going to dig- I'm going to digress for two seconds. I got it. someone who said, you have really big ears. What is this with people and their <laughs> negative comments to me? I mean, just, I, I'm you sure. don't take it as a compliment? Just say, oh, thank you. He's like, I love just, my ears. Just for, just, <laughs> just for a little help is what he said. A little help. You have really big ears. Big ass ears. Cover them up. Oh, my God. Aww. Seriously. But I, I don't get personally attached. I'm just curious because you're such an attractive girl. Woman, I should say. Do you get a lot of comments from pervy guys? Not a lot, but I, I, I get the, you have big eyes, you should blink, you should close your eyes. <laughs> what? Yeah. And then That's I just say, I, I'll talk and I'll say, I, I love my eyes. Are you a Pisces? No. Oh, you got beautiful eyes. Sagittarius. Though. Ah. She, she's convinced anyone with big eyes is a Pisces. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like so goldfish? Could, yeah, like, like me. Like, yeah, like, that's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're, we're coming up on our time. Uh, do you, what? would you like to plug to our listeners how do they find your work if there's anything that you want to promote? i want your listeners to continue listening to you oh my like, god i want to hug you oh thank you uh yeah t- because i think that it would be cool if you shared with your son how you go through the process in a, a, a longer conversation yeah. about de- determining who to have sex with because i think that is actually the most important conversation guardians can have with their kiddos wow this is gonna be the monday morning after show of this oh, episode yeah. oh yeah so tune in monday we'll, to do we'll, that we'll do the monday morning unpacking of that one but i i have to say pheromones play a big part to me Ooh, i i that's that's spoiler spoiler alert <laughs> so we we end our interview with the same question for everyone has a parent ever walked in on you having sex or vice versa have you walked in on them no and no i don't think so all right well, and, and, and if it had happened like what do your okay. parents think about okay. you being the sex expert that They're you are? They're very supportive, and yeah. they love me very much, and I am Aww. incredibly fortunate for that. And um, I know that that's not the situation for all people. So, yeah, thank you for coming thank on the so show. Much. We love thank you. you for having me. Oh, we gotta have a group hug. <laughs> thank you so much. That was awesome.